That salad's totally grossing me out. So I'm wondering why you don't have dog. Why is there no dog meat? Please listen, we want your attention for just one moment. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. This isn't food, it's violence. It's not that vegetable eaters are bad people, it's just that they're terrible people. He's a vegan and I'm not a vegan. At a vegan dance party, ain't nobody gets hurt. Everybody gets their energy from eating plants. Welcome to the vegan and the meathead. <laughs> Bro, we're back. <laughs> oh, it feels so we good. We are back. That feels so good. That feels good again. to hear. I haven't heard that in so long, and it just it, it made me tingly. I'm so tingly. <laughs> God, I love it. I love it. Dude, this setup isn't isn't half bad. This is not bad. I feel very comfortable. So yeah, uh, eventually we'll have this on uh, on camera. But right now, this is we are in the garage gym. My mic's starting to drop, but it's all right. I'm you can, coming up. There's a little uh, that a little, little two bally twisty thing that should. This uh, other no nope, nope. this one on the, on this my one. side. This one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That'll tighten. There we up. go. That'll shore up. It's just starting to kind of droop down like droopy little boobies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we haven't done. This is the first in person in six months, seven months. Yeah, when it's it was because it was like fe- September. Oh no, it's September now. It's September now. Oh my god, it's like this year already went by. Which thank you for my coffee. You're welcome. Uh, six, seven months since we've done this in person. I know, and, and we did one here in person with Josh. One here in that in my little tiny yeah. third bedroom, uh, and then we did I don't know five or six over this yeah. quarantine maybe like over zoom and it's just not the same just straight into a chinese database yeah just, that's all it did the, the china virus yeah. i think that's gonna be my top three trump quotes is china the way he's like the, the way face. he yeah it's the lips it's the way he mouths that yeah. that was just that that was perfect uh unrelated to trump uh <laughs> Did you see Kyle Dunnigan's newest uh, Michael Jackson? No! Oh. oh my goodness, dude. It is insane. It's insane. It's like Michael Jackson doing like a infomercial for wanting kids to catch coronavirus so they die and go to heaven with him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It is oh. hilarious. It's hilarious. This has definitely paved the way for some crazy humor. Like there's always been dark humor. There's always been just fucked up humor. But this 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 whole last year, it's kind of just like, all the the like stoppers, everything is just gone, and it's just a the wild west of comedy. As Will Smith would say, "Welcome to the wild, wild west." <laughs> oh my God! I just saw I just uh, read a great article about him that uh, I guess the, one of these kids is trying to emancipate himself or doing the emancipation clause, whatever. Good luck, bro. Yeah, to not be part of his family and to be able to have his own house, to be able to do his own thing. And uh, one of the quotes that Will says was uh, we never uh, disciplined our kids. We always, even from an early age, we'd sit them down and we'd have them explain why they did what they did for themselves and for their happiness. So imagine a five-year-old being a little dick and you're like, you don't get mad at him, you don't reprimand him, you just say, why did you, why did you do that for yourself? And that's how this fucking kid grows up. Like the more I hear these celebrities telling us about like who they are as people, the less I want to hear from them. Dude. This has been the silver lining that I this is I needed coronavirus. <laughs> I needed it in my life. Okay? Because uh my my interests are completely different now. So I different. mean, compared to the last time we recorded a vegan in the meathead when which was what in like I mean, for real, last year, two years ago. We didn't do any after we closed Riot, right? Really? I don't think we did. Yeah, we, we talked about it, and we, then yeah, we, we rec- we've recorded podcasts, but they've always we've never really released them because I usually say something that I don't <laughs> want to like be said public, as will probably happen today. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, uh, but uh, dude, I have no interest in sports at all, which is insane to me because of how much of a sports person you were. I know, and I'm not just saying that. I, I really know. have no interest in watching it. I even tried, like. Uh, football started yesterday and yeah. i'm like ah oh, fuck it like i'm just there's mandy's at work there's no one to judge me i'm just gonna turn <laughs> on and i turned it off in 30 seconds during the night really? i couldn't stand it so what like was the overall vibe like what was the reason you couldn't just watch it 
Uh, they made so in years past, and I'm so, okay. Like it's going right. In, so we're going right into we're, it. We're going right into it. I, I'll just be vague. Uh, there's certain things going on in the world right now uh, that have turned me off to watching sports because of how the the athletes and leagues have responded to two set events. Set events, right? Okay. So immediately, I turn it on, and before. Uh, I, I think you have the right to do whatever you want during the national anthem. Uh, prior to this, I had never seen a national anthem except for like on a regular football game, except for the Super Bowl. Like they, oh, usually, they don't do it for the games. No, they usually like they're doing the pregame. They're doing the pregame, and then they, ne- they don't usually show it on TV. Really? Well, this time they did, and it was like a pre-recorded one, and it's you know two female. Uh, they, it might have been twins actually uh, singing the national anthem, but one had a George Floyd shirt on, one had a Breonna Taylor shirt on. And it's just showing everybody like doing their thing on the sideline. And I'm just like, so woke. They're so woke. I just, I want nothing to do with it, man. Like I I don't, I want nothing to do with it. And RIP George Floyd, he was murdered. I I agree with that. Um, There's other things surrounding Breonna Taylor uh, about her being a drug dealer. And yeah, she, she was unarmed and killed, but she was also like in the house of somebody. You put yourself in certain situations. You can't really. Yeah. And then like, the, after the RNC, all the Republican people leaving it were like just ambushed harassed. and like Rand Paul was ambushed. And he's the one that made the no knock warrant bill as a result of Breonna Taylor getting killed and no knock warrant being served. And they're like in his face about it. And like, because that's the dude un- that chain that, that, that is like trying to make it. Cha- like, so I'm just I have I want nothing to do with it. And yeah. uh, it's purely emotion based. Everything has been emotion. Uh, it's OK. I got it. I got a mop. Uh, Drop my drink. We're in my garage. We're good. Gym. We're good. This is why we're outside. My A plus garage gym. Uh, it's this is if we're talking about standards, like this is this is the top shelf of garage gyms. I mean the the equipment, the setup, the amount of work that you put into the detail of the uh, you know the outline. The I mean, devils in the details. Fuck, that's more uh, than I've ever put into my own gym. I know. It's okay. Well, your your gym right now looks good. It's just yeah. It, it's very quiet. It's very, <laughs> it's very quiet. Very quiet. It's very quiet. Uh, but just to back up, so people don't think I'm some like crazy right wing, <laughs> like fucking racist guy. <laughs> I was already out on football. I had canceled. Yeah. I canceled it yeah, last season. I remember that. I was already done with it. Uh, I I think that uh, you invest so much time and emotion and money into following a team, only for your like. Talk to the Saints, you know, talk to people that have had their seasons ended on like a blatant, horrible call and there's no accountability and no repercussion for it. Um, but it, I just was already done with it. I was done with it already. I, I didn't like I didn't. And I was and there was something it started getting weird to me, um, not worshiping or idolizing, but really. Uh, worship's the wrong word, but man, well, it's just they put a lot of energy into something into following grown men playing a game, That's, and okay. they're millionaires. And for for someone who's not, who has not been into sports for, I want to say at least a decade. I was like kind of into baseball at one point, but outside of that, never got into football. Never really got into anything else. I never got so diehard into a team or a player or anything like that since I was a kid. And I look now and I think like how much energy goes into that, like you just said, how much time and money that you spend on something that A, doesn't, they don't give a shit about you. Sure. And then B, doesn't enhance your life outside of enjoying that game right there. So even yeah. if they win, okay, cool. You enjoyed that game. It was like having a fucking Big Mac. Like you enjoyed it and then you're done. And then now what? Yeah, man. And you just, you kind of start identifying as like, part of this club or something because you're on it just was fucking dumb dude it was so stupid you ready to identify something else now yeah i'm gonna identify as a doorknob (laughs) i like to be turned to be twisted twisted (laughs) pulled and prodded uh yeah this is i mean i think we've said this every time we've ever gone on a call or any kind of zoom call or anything is that this is just a crazy fucking time yeah and uh it's insane to me going back to just why you're not in the sport how emotional people are about shit that they didn't give two fucks about a month ago, two years ago. Yeah, man. Like nothing. Nobody cared. Everybody. I mean, even if you show some of these athletes what they were posting on 4th of July years ago compared to now, it's like, well, what, what happened? What changed? Nothing changed. But. Yeah. So the beginning of. So let's talk. Uh, let's let's get into like our our quarantine and like what this has been like for us, you know, because for a guy like you. So. You had a gym, right? Mm-hmm. 
and you closed your gym and went pretty much virtual and all that stuff. Yeah. I had a gym and I closed it. Thank fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine going through this Can right now. Can you imagine? It. I mean, I could because I'm still close with So let's just, let's owners. just assume it's, it's a hundred years from now. Some like somebody found this tape and they're like, whoa, what happened back then? COVID. We, we are completely quarantined. We've been completely quarantined. Gyms dropping like flies as opposed to the million flies that are flying around us right now. But they're dropping like flies. I mean, and they're just allowed to open this week. That's insane. We're just in September. We're in September. We had, a, we had March a minute 18th. of an open. Yeah. Like a hot second. Three weeks or four weeks. Not even that. And then it went right back to it. So you had to be closed. Only like box gyms. Now, I mean, technically, you could be open as long as nobody knew about it. Or you're outside. You're outside. Foothill which, Gym in Upland. Yeah. Bunch of gyms uh, doing where, that. Um, Marissa and uh, trains. She's like a hot female powerlifter. Mm-hmm. She trains out of that gym. They've been outside yeah. in the parking lot. Well, and I know some friends who have gyms who they've not been open, you know, yeah. publicly, but I know they're, you know, taking clients and stuff. The gym I've been going to, shout out Resolution CrossFit, when <laughs> I'm not training in my garage, uh, they've been open. I saw their garage doors open. I drove by them yesterday. Yeah, they've been open. Like training inside? Yeah, so the lockdown 1.0, they rented out equipment to all their members. Hmm. So you could take it home and you just check it out and they did like a pick up and drop off. That's cool. Dude, they pivoted really quick. It was super impressive. And a lot of places did where they had, dude, they had, you could choose your program. You could choose the type of workouts you want to do for, and you could have your own personal coach and they were sending you uh, new programming every morning. They were still posting their normal program. Then you could get a custom program that you wanted custom it's probably like a template like whatever yeah. but they had like 10 different ones to choose from from whatever coach you wanted that's pretty um, right the whole time and you can rent you could borrow their equipment so that's what they were doing for lockdown 1.0 and then when uh, Ga- uh gavin gruesome uh, <laughs> opened it opened it and cock teased us for a second uh <laughs> you know whoa <laughs> whoa it's getting crazy my <laughs> microphone just almost got- went down my throat <laughs> Well, that oh. talk about Newsom, and you just want to yeah. ready to take it. Yeah, my microphone got all excited. So uh, they pivoted into. So then they reopened, right? And then um, they shut them down again after that, and they they said, "Fuck you." Yeah, well, well, I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that is one of the best scenes from Wolf of Wall Street. It's a great um, meme. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's how they should have been because there is really no reason not to be, especially. Uh, once the initial kind of scare wore off and then there was still the threat of it, but it was like, okay, people are starting to, you know, didn't matter what side of the aisle you were on. You were like starting to question what was happening and why we were doing what we we're doing. And then now it's gotten to the point where like, I mean, fuck out of here. Like, come it's, on. It's tough, you know, cause Mandy's had several, she's treated people that have survived. She's treated people that have died. Um, it just it kind of depends on the region that you're in. But the, the fact of the matter, he doesn't like the South. What do you mean? Uh, like New York got, New York was decimated. Well, think about like the, just exactly. the, the, the compact nature of New York already. Yeah. You're literally then, breathing on people and sure. they didn't even, even when they were closed, people were out in bars. They're out in bars, they're on subways. And then, you know, you're hearing that the governor and the mayor are forcing nursing homes to take, yeah. uh, to take COVID <laughs> people in like old, you know, so just annihilating those people, just annihilating them. So Greg Anderson, uh, there was that he's a port of, or he was a port of Seattle police officer. He posted a video like on duty, but like he made sure you couldn't see who he worked for. It was a viral video, like a hundred million views of him basically telling people to push back against the government. On oh, the I saw that. Yeah. So he's since been terminated from his job and has a podcast now. And he just had a physician friend of his on that went to New York. And it's like the, the physician's like, I don't leave the house with that N95. Just from really? what I, yeah, just from what I've seen, like I just don't want to get it, you know. Like he's wow. like, I haven't gotten it. I've had multiple tests, but after what I've seen, he's talking like two hundred people are dying a day on his watch, you know. Like people couldn't even come into the hospital until people upstairs died, and then they had to keep shuffling people around. When was this? So the at the peak. When was the peak? I don't remember. Uh, June. Oh really? I was thinking yeah. like April. Maybe May. Okay. Um. So just hearing accounts like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, it, that's what I'm crazy. saying. It was not fake. This was not a. It's it not, was fake, not a fake virus. Like uh, it, it as a pa- like for a pandemic for me, I, I would ex- I would think that it's like the movie Outbreak. 
like, <laughs> people are dying in their homes everywhere. I mean, know? by definition, pandemic just means across the world. That's all it means. So yeah. a, an illness that travels across the world. We have something that was global. That's all it was. It wasn't an outbreak. It wasn't, uh, yeah, was it was, it was Ebola? Was that yeah. an outbreak? Mo- oh no, God. it was Matumba. It was like a made-up one. Oh, it was a made-up one? Which I think one was it was Ebola? supposed to be a, like Ebola. So it's supposed to be similar Hoffman, to Ebola, right? but it's called Matumba in the movie. <laughs> but for Mandy's experience, it's if if they're not Walmart fat, like Walmart go-kart fat, we're talking 200 pounds overweight. We're talking 60% body fat or more, hypertension, diabetes, like severely unfit people. Uh, if it's people that appear to be fit, meaning they're just not fat, uh, they're either alcoholics or drug addicts, like 100% of the time. Really? Yeah. So otherwise normal healthy people are fine and the thing that really gets me is that throughout all of this essential workers were deemed as fast food liquor stores <laughs> and big chain uh that pay big amount of taxes and money to the government right yep and there was never mention of sleep hydration no, proper you nutrition were, you were you were considered uh talking about fake news then yeah man you were considered like oh you're you're an anti-scientist or uh was it a anti-science uh, person if you said oh well what, what about vitamin d what about sunshine what about uh cardiovascular health oh fuck out of here that's not going to help you against the virus now all of a sudden what are they saying so we're looking to guess it uh, means something if you're fit and healthy it's like yeah no fucking shit that means yeah. your immune system is high and, and this doctor that was just on this podcast said the same thing like yeah most of the people had comorbidities uh two to three f- yeah f- yeah <laughs> two three two point six so like the the fucking moral of the story is get healthy so you know the first the beginning of the lockdown was crazy right because yeah, no one knew what was going on no one knew what was going on and then like for me you know i work in a restaurant now and you know everyone's taking a hit financially some more than others and i'm blessed that i still have a job and i'm blessed that my wife's a critical care nurse so she definitely has a job <laughs> <laughs> she'll always have she'll a job. <laughs> always have a job but like uh i took a huge pay cut and it sucked right and i and at first i was just like i'm just gonna milk this and take it for whatever i can so i wasn't getting paid so i was bringing food home all the time i was grubbing hard uh <laughs> then the governor legalized takeout alcohol so i would make the juices from the alcohol and not add the alcohol because we would large batch the juices and then when someone ordered them you just add the alcohol yeah well they expire every three days so when they expired i would just bring the juice home and i'd stop at vons on my way home and get the same vodka and there was that one podcast that we did and I drank 12 ounces of vodka and a six pack <laughs> of space dust in one sitting, you know, like, and I was drinking every day and like for probably four or six weeks. And I probably gained like 20, 25 pounds at the beginning of the lockdown. Um, and then was it the, the uh, COVID 15 or the COVID 30? I forgot what it was. It was like the average was, was like the COVID 25. Probably. I didn't weigh, you know, but like, dude, I felt like shit. Mandy was like straight up like if you gain if you do not get back to where you were like when we met I'm leaving like flat out and I'm like okay like <laughs> so that was like in May and since then I've lost almost 60 pounds dang so it's pretty cool now that uh you know to and how good I feel and how hard I've been training to know that I did that when everyone else is just being a dirtbag just everyone else is I've gotten in the best shape I've made more money I've had more family time, like everything. This has been, and I hate saying this because I know this has wrecked some families and wrecked definitely people, but this has been the best thing that's happened to me Dude, and my family. Uh, Mandy's Mandy had a patient who brought COVID into his house, killed both of his parents, and then he just died like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. how old was he? Uh, thirties or forties. Super unhealthy. Hispanic and, and it's you know it's affecting Hispanic and black families yeah. even more well that just shows that there's got to be some kind of genetic makeup to this like that because that's the people that I see who are getting it are predominantly that and yeah. it's not just socioeconomic issues because the people are like oh well it's because they got less money and they have they're closer no it's not just that because I'm seeing affluent you know Latino families that are getting this it's it's patterns and choices made over time turn into habits right um, I just help Mandy's in uh, school still I just, she's in a public health class so we just had to do or she just had to do but I helped her um, figure out a meal plan for a family of four on a $35 a week budget dude it is 
terrifying when you see what they recommend half the time like it's people, crazy what they recommend as like a healthy diet or just think about if you've ever been in a hospital whenever you've gotten food like the food that they give you there i forgot what doctor it was he was taking pictures because he had back surgery and he was taking pictures of the food as they were giving it to him he's like this isn't fucking healthy for a convict let alone like people in a hospital trying to get better yeah it's crazy and they were letting convicts out this whole time too and rapists and pedophiles <sighs> There's a bunch that's of still, shit that like that's still hey, yeah, a bunch of shit that it, didn't it add just up. keeps stacking up, man. And like, who fucking cares if a pedophile gets COVID and oh dies in God. prison? Hopefully he does. Like, I don't understand what that was about. Like, why were they letting people out with that? And I'm sure someone would give some answer that would be like, oh, well, the, because we didn't want it to it's some humanitarian bullshit. You know, it has to be. It, it doesn't make fucking sense. They're telling us to stay inside, order Postmates. And those people have to go out. What are they doing? Yeah. Like I worked the whole time, like grocery store workers work the whole time. Uh, but you're letting rapists out of jail. Like what the <laughs> fuck, dude? It doesn't make sense. I, and no one has been able to explain it to me in a way that makes sense. And 9,000 inmates were let out at one point. It was just like, from California, just from California, just from California. Like if that doesn't make you swing in different directions, I don't know what will. It, this whole thing has just been like a, the good thing that came out of this is people are going to understand what happens if you don't take care of yourself. Yep. And they're also going to understand how important guns are. Yeah. Because you're getting police are being defunded across the country. They they're not being proactive anymore. So proactive, proactive police work at least for now is on hold. Yeah. So that means that you're on your own. You're not getting pulled over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if anyone's driven on the freeways through uh, Southern California lately, but 85 is the new normal. You know, that's the <laughs> new regular speed limit is 85. Yep. Uh, people are. I did see. I did see a cop right down the street from here, just parked out, ready. It looked like we ready to pick up some. Uh, Possibly. Off uh, of uh, Imperial, on that stretch between. Uh, Sheriff's Department. I don't remember. Was it what city? Was it your Belinda? I didn't see this. I just saw that because it was going the other direction. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, but they're still they're there, but they're just few and far between. And few and far between. Uh, no and, one's coming for you. And, and they don't want to pull you over. They don't. They're, they're don't not blame trying them. to, you know, I don't blame them. Um, so yeah. And, and then they're being told to stand down in certain cities when there's looting and rioting. So like who's no one's coming to save you. I think that's been, if there w- I mean, as if we needed a lesson in this, this is just a fucking common sense. No one's coming to save you. But if this didn't exemplify that, like no one's coming to save you, your health, you know, if something happens to you, if something happens in your home, like this is what we were talking about before. It was like, I want to get really good at multiple methods. I want to be, I want to learn to be a better fighter. I, you know, I got even fitter during this time. Cause I'm like, you never know if your life is going to be in your hands. Obviously it was just from a, you know, from a germ standpoint, Yeah. but even from a physical standpoint, being able to sprint, run, uh, climb, lift heavy shit, be explosive, like all that stuff. Now learning how to operate firearms, learning how to disarm people, learning how to, disarm situations like there's so many things that like this has made me like look at things so differently where i was very narrow in one way now i'm like okay how can we expand on that and be like the ultimate human 100 percent uh taking being able to take care of yourself is so important you you your likelihood of surviving a crazy sickness are huge the likelihood of you being able to overpower some other like slob that doesn't take care of himself is huge you know um even like the the mental toughness and mental capacity that you have if, if there is a conflict, even if it's just verbal, if you're used to every day or three days a week getting into a physical conflict with somebody in training, so much then better. when uh, when something like that happens, you don't have to fuck worry about it. You know, like it, you're so much more calm. That's the thing is like no, nobody trains that stuff. Nobody even practices those things. So, of course, when they get into that situation, they don't know how to react. And it's just and they they, they shut down. Um, no, it's, uh, it's so crazy just thinking about where we were a year ago and where we are now and just seeing kind of, uh, where people are kind of splintering off into where, you know, some people are like even going further down, ah, I don't give a fuck about my fitness. And it's like at this point now, how could you not care about your fitness at all? How could you not care? Or just, just watching videos of, of looters or protests happening and people getting ripped out of their cars, like. Are you kidding me? Like, well, the well, the people that aren't worried about it aren't leaving their house. You know, they're sitting on the internet. You know, they're getting Postmates delivered to them, and they're getting that free money from the government. So they're they're getting even more complacent. You know, they're getting even more comfortable 
with just not just being a fucking worthless piece of shit really i mean no you said it, you said it well uh, i think this has shown me if there's anything that came out of this beyond all the um, other amazing things that have happened for me is the uh upping of mental toughness and realizing how important that is and not from like a oh wake up 3 a.m and i run 17 miles before i have my first egg wipe but i just mean like having some kind of mental toughness to be able to handle even the the what they're trying to throw at you from a you know media standpoint and i don't even mean like oh fake news or one side or the other it's all fucking fake news and it, you know scaring the shit out of people and everything like my mom sends me every effing article of everything that's happening from COVID to what's happening in certain cities to the death rate. Like she's so inundated with fear yeah. because and it, and we've been living in the smoke bubble. Oh, dude. Uh, yesterday, my mom's like, are you wearing a mask outside? And I'm like, no, why would I? Cause it's smoky out. And I'm like, I went and ran for an hour today like outside. <laughs> like ticked off seven minutes of your life. Whatever. Like, yeah, I'm coughing. I have a headache, but like, Dude, I went for a walk this morning and that happened. Yeah, so there's also fires going on right now in case you're not uh, aware. And the whole uh, West California, Coast. Is on the fire. whole West Coast, even the middle. Freaking Colorado's on fire. It's crazy. It's just. This is actually the clearest it's this been. This is the clearest. In this a is, week. and it's still pretty freaking balmy. It's wild, dude. Uh, and it happened from a gender reveal party. I know, man. Like, that is. The, At least one of them did. Oh, this one. The. 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 the, the Ukaipa, Ukaipa one. one. Yeah. A gender reveal pyrotechnics. Went out of hand because uh, they decided to shoot off uh, some kind of explosive in four foot dry grass when it was 109 degrees. Assholes. You can't even make yeah, this shit Yeah, we just up. had the hottest, the hottest day the hottest ever day in Southern California. It was 100. Chino Hills was 121. It was 112 in Brea. Yeah, like, here too. And they decided, let's blow some shit up. There was one day in the garage when I finished my workout. I think I sent you guys a picture. It was 114 in the garage. And I think outside it was like 104. I'm kind of used to the heat now from working yeah. out here, but I didn't work out either of those two days. Did you really? Yeah, I took those two days off. I was I, like, you know I what? I trained. I love the heat. I have gone. I don't to the mind point. it. I just. I love it. I didn't wake up in time. The girls were up. Yeah. I didn't want to leave them inside. Yeah. By that, that time, sense. I was like, man, eh, I'm just not gonna work out these two days. Yeah, fair enough. I um, I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, I totally understand people live in the desert. I totally understand oh, people yeah, living no in problem like Arizona, it. Miami, whatever. Like when there's ex- extreme heat, humidity. I love it. I would take that over cold. I'll visit cold. I'll get my fill of cold and then get the fuck out of cold. If I live in cold, I'm done. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, dude, Phoenix, Texas, like Austin, Austin area. They're looking Everybody's good. Everybody's moving. They're looking good. Everybody's and, uh, moving. The prices are going up in Austin, but still, man, four four fifty to five hundred gets you a fucking nice ass house there. And just like right outside the city, because you don't want to be in the city because yeah. it's just such a cluster in there. I yeah. mean, every time I went, they were building a new gigantic yeah. high rise well dude even on like realtor today it's 23 pages i just typed in austin four bedroom two plus bath three plus car garage that was like my my metric and uh out of 23 pages 20 houses were actually already built all the other ones were like new were like ready to build it said wow it was wild but yeah man dude Demand let's, is let, there let's go out there dude like isn't that that's home base for kettlebell kings right that's home base for them but they're looking. They want to come West Coast. Stupid. <laughs> Why? Ridiculous. No, no reason to now. Stupid. I mean, everybody's going to Austin. I, yeah, you know, I think I the the idea of Austin was kind of romanticized by people before I'd been there. So I just kept hearing, "Oh, you gotta go to Austin, Austin, Austin." And then when I first hooked up with On it, I was like, "Okay, I'll come." Obviously, I gotta come check it out. And I was like, "Man, yeah, it's cool." But coming from what I do love, I do love the West Coast. I love California. I love Southern California. For I love sure. like the, the geography. I love the, the people, all of it. Then to go to that, I'm like, okay, that was cool. I get it. But I can see going from like Bumpkin, Missouri, and you're like, oh my God. For sure. Austin is amazing. And it's Texas. Like, blows people away. Yeah, I mean, I was out there in June two or three years ago. Oh, yeah. It was hot. It was like 110, humid. Yep. Kind of sucked, but... I think I can handle it. Just the freedom. That's the thing. It's just the freedom, man. I don't, even if you're not right, left, even if you're just apolitical, let's just say you're apolitical. Like, why wouldn't you want to be in a state that has more freedoms? Like, that's, I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, it just, to me, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's higher property tax, but everything else is, it's right in line with what I want, you know? Just have a line of guns. Dude. Have your big Confederate flag up. Hunting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I'm not. I will say that 
There is I have not seen I, I would see occasionally a Confederate flag. Like occasionally. Uh in California. No, not anymore. A lot of Trump flags around here though. A lot of Trump flags. See a lot Dude, of Dude, even in LA. I was going to LA. I've been to LA uh, quite a few times. Not a lot of Biden flags, but still a lot of Trump flags. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be crazy. Oh, oh man. man I'm like I'm partly excited, partly like every time either of them talk, it's like you just you're you're sitting on your hands, like you don't oh man, you're on the edge of your seat, you don't know what they're gonna say. And it's just what's wild the wildest thing to me is out of whatever what's the population of uh, America? Three hundred and fifty million, four hundred million people. Documented. Document of that many people. That's this not is racist. our choice. That's just that's a fact. Not right. That's not racist. That's just a fact. These are our choices. This is what we have to choose from. It's fucking crazy, man. That, and there's not even a third party. And there's not even a third party. Like, Gary Johnson was at least being mentioned last time until he didn't know what Aleppo was. But and Ron Paul was in it, you know, for several elections, like three or four. Um, but there's nobody else. This is what you're. This is what you're stuck with. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Like, I can't even imagine, like, reverse engineering this. Now we're here. Even reverse engineering exactly how we got here. I'm still like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, wait, what? Like, knowing the answer, I still can't figure out how we got to this answer. I know. It's crazy, man. It's sad. <laughs> it's really sad. And and no one wants, like, and myself included, no one wants to do anything about it. All I care about is getting my house in order. I, okay, so I have my I have my theories on things, and then some are some are substantiated, some are just purely straight out of my asshole. So don't take this all with a grain of salt. But one of the what is one of the big premises? What was the one like main platform that Trump was fighting on? Was you know drain the swamp? It was uh, you know getting rid of uh, career politicians and getting rid of people who've been in this industry for decades and have not elicited any kind of change. Joe Biden. And and then realizing how right he was in that way where they're all working together left and right. They're not like they're against each other on paper. They're against each other on TV, but behind the scenes, and I know this from other sources, they're all like friends. It's like the WWE when people, sure, when people yeah. uh, were like, Oh my God, Hulk Hogan's uh, getting caught uh, with crack with uh, what's his name with the iron Sheik or whoever it was. Remember that and bigger, faster, stronger. And so they're all working together and you look at how this is a fucking well-oiled machine making billions of dollars with tons of power. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why JFK's, wouldn't people? like, iconic speech even talks about it being True. a well-oiled machine. And what happened to him? Uh, things worked out well for him. Yeah, it worked so, out well. <laughs> so looking at that, you realize, like, that's what people got so attached to Trump and his, and his mentality. They're like, you're right. I want some fucking Wild West gunslinging, you know, trash talking asshole to come in and clean things up like how do you not blame those people how do you not bl how do you blame them you can't That's i mean how. yeah and I, I mean talking to uh, friends of mine who are very very extreme li uh, liberal the argument against it was like oh well he has no experience and he but then when you bring things up like that like well what about all of them working together what about right and left that are all like fucking in this together well at least they know what they're doing and they know how the system works i'm like the system is broken. We're playing a game that is designed for all of us to lose. And you're telling me you want the person who fucking designed the game and, and created the rules? You want them to be in charge? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, I like how we started with this. We're like, let's get back into fitness. Yeah, let's get back into fitness. <laughs> let's talk fitness. Dude, so, we're not everything's gonna, so We're crazy. not going to talk political. We're not going to. And it's like, here man, we are. Uh, here we are. Just uh, Well, I mean, it just goes to show. I, it, There's no escaping it, man. And the faster people realize that really there's not going to be a huge effect on your day to day. Like, <sighs> I don't, there's not going to be anything like some I massive change. That, that, that to me is the, is, is so crazy how people think like the, that picture of, you know, people screaming when somebody wins or people saying like, fuck Obama, he fucked me, blah, blah, blah. Nothing really happened. You lost or gained a few hundred dollars here and there. Yeah. But for most people, like nothing really happens. And that's why it's so important uh, to bring fitness back, you know, and get get people healthy and fit because mentally that, healthy and fit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just there's it's going to be in. I feel like Joe Biden right now. <laughs> <laughs> you did sniff me couple times while we were while I was walking by yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that uh, Maybelline what are you wearing Ooh. um 
No, we have to be we have to be fitter, healthier, stronger, and more Harder more culpable, more yeah. personally accountable for your actions, for your words. There are consequences. What this has taught me and has has always been something that I've, you know, realized, but personal accountability. There you there are consequences to your actions, to your words, I mean shit to your thoughts because they become your habits. There are consequences, and there are a lot of people running around who obviously never had to deal with the result, the consequences of their actions, and now we're seeing it. The people who didn't have to deal with the consequences of their health, some of them have unfortunately been taken, and some are dealing with these uh, repercussions because of that. They didn't give a shit about their health. Like, I'm sorry that like I feel sorry for you, and I want to help you, but like if you can only take a horse, you can only lead a horse to water. I thought you were going to say, like, a whore. <laughs> you can only lead a whore Don't to water. Don't feed the whore's drugs. Don't feed the whore's water. <laughs> you got to leave. <laughs> exactly. This is the kind of hard-hitting stuff that we want. For sure. No, but personal responsibility. I mean, Kettlebell exercises. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I hate kettlebells. Uh, that's been the thing. Personal, personal accountability and mental toughness. And there are people that have been preaching mental toughness for decades and years. And, you know, people are finally listening to them because they realize, oh, shit, like, I need to toughen up a little bit. But like you said, be harder to kill. Who's that? Was that Ripita that said that first? Yeah. Or he was one of the people. He's he looked pretty easy to kill, though. I feel like yeah. uh, I could probably outrun him. I mean, I could definitely outrun him. But Yeah, but, you know, you sometimes, like, there's great coaches, right? There's great coaches that aren't necessarily great athletes maybe they were at one yeah, time or i get that like guys like sean mcveigh he's the coach of the rams yeah. he's a little dude like yeah. he probably he, he probably never really had a chance to play football but he's a good mind you know so i don't know all right excluding coaches teachers i'm not i'm not saying that but just going off of what you said harder to kill like if you're going to say something be, be tim kennedy beat fuck man that's that's your that's, that's, your, that's, that's your alpha male Tim Kennedy is uh, the the true north right there. That I mean, that's what you what you should be aiming for. He's combat trained. He's physically fit. Uh, he's a good leader. He seems like he's pretty squared away. That's like that's that's another thing that I've been going down the rabbit hole of is just uh, uh, amplifying my leadership skills. Like if you're a parent, you're obviously a, you're a leader. If you have a household, you are a leader. Everybody is a leader to some extent. But it's amazing how many people have just you know disregarded that role or just said like, well, I'm not a leader. I'm not a boss. I don't have, you know, people under me or I don't have kids. It's like, no, still be that leader. Be, exemplify what it means to be a leader and 100%. the rest of life will be a thousand times better. Well, but most, it's so much easier to be a follower. It's so much easier just to conform. And to be comfortable. Yeah. And comfort is a slow death. Fucking comfort. I, I was you just know? looking at that. I like that. It is. It's yeah, a good, it's a, a good Banner say. up here that says comfort is a slow death. Prefer pain. It's true. I mean, a lot of like I'm working through a bunch of personal shit right now and that it came from having too comfortable of a childhood and, just and no, that. no discipline. Oh I had no God. discipline and way too do comfortable of a childhood. Happy. And yeah, exactly. Do it. Yeah, exactly, man. And I I'm paying for it now. I was just having this conversation. Dude, with I'm working through it. It's, it's, it's been a, it's been a interesting time the last six months for me. But it, yeah. I'm going to come out on the other side of this way fucking better. Like, Dude, that's, that was me five years ago. coming, Starting that process of realizing how easy of a fucking life I had. And I just had this conversation with a friend of mine who had a very hard life. And he went into the military. And he is, he's, that, he's that Tim Kennedy to me. Where he's like, he knows these things. He's, uh, that, that guy's that, had the way That guy is just, he's on he's death's wa- door. He's Walmart go car fat. He is at death's door. Yeah. Like he was knocking and he's like, Pounding the door and death was Let like, yo, chill, I'm just hungry. wait a second. Yeah. Like, I'm coming. It's not. They had the death putting his bathrobe on. Yeah, was like trying to get to the door fast enough. He's like, come on, let me in. That was that guy. Anyway, the the whole idea, and this is what, and the reason I had this conversation with him was because, you know, he had such a hard life, like an ultra disciplinarian parent that kind of pushed him towards the other end of the spectrum of kind of not giving a shit, which led him to the military, which led him to the guy that he is now. And I had the kind of life where it was very much like you said. Like, I mean, uh, up until yesterday, my mom has told me, like, you got to do what makes you happy. First off, that's like the most horrible advice you can give your kid because then you're constantly going off of emotions. You're constantly going off of what makes you feel good, which means when you don't feel good, what the fuck am I going to do? I got to do something to change this. And or you get to the thing that you thought was going to make you feel good. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm not happy. Like, what happened? 
And it's like, you know, when you are in, when you don't get pushed, you just conform to whatever is around you. And you just kind of, you're just like fucking jelly. You're like, you're like just you mold to whatever you're sitting on. And so there's that balance of pushing yourself, but not being a fucking, you know, militant asshole. And that's what I'm looking at my kids where it's like, okay, I want to push them hard enough to, you know, shape them into good, strong men and women leaders, but not so much that they're like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to go, you know, move halfway across the country and, I was gonna say do you get bad. scared? <laughs> do you get scared of your kids like running away in the middle of the night? Do you ever trip out on that? Never. My kids aren't going anywhere. I, I just I think they're probably too I scared. Fucking too. dare you? Yeah. I dare you? But I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're <laughs> well, now, your kids are little. They're dude. little. They're becoming independent. They can open no, doors. I, but like I get these fucking trips and I can't sleep. Where I'm like, fuck, dude. What, what if they got mad at me and they just opened the door and just left? No. My the only kid that would have done that could have done that and could still do that is uh, you know my 11 year old. And he'll get to the point, and this is this is a perfect example of why I'm not afraid of that. We will we'll I'll turn off his iPad or whatever he's watching at that moment, and be like, "All right, it's time to go sleep, whatever." He'll be so angry with me, like because he was on a call with like a friend or like this little girl who likes him or whatever. Mm. Got super embarrassed, like he like fucking hates me at that moment. Get into bed, he gets into bed, not looking at me, not talking to me. I'll get into bed, I'm laying down. I'll turn around, he'll be right by my bed, and he'll like kiss my forehead. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah Good know. night, sweet prince. Good night. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Good night, my king. <laughs> oh my god, side you note. You feel this lift up your hand and kiss your finger. <laughs> Good night, my king. Good night. <laughs> sir. Uh no, and I think that's that that's again that balance of you know crush like I, I tell them i want them to question everything but me like don't <laughs> you question everything in life that's a good, that's a good yeah. don't but you don't question me right now you can question me later but you can't question me right now so we have two shirts we have vegan enough and question everything question but me. everything but me <laughs> oh shit that's a great one yeah. all right that's uh we need that one now that's uh jamie <laughs> jay uh yeah so i don't i don't know man i so going back to the leadership going back to the like, mental toughness you know, how, how has fitness helped you kind of ascertain that now? Like how, how has that helped you kind of build that up? So I, you know, I keep thinking, you know, I, I'm, I'm taking these journeys back, you know, and I'm, I'm not living in the past, but I'm just trying to, there's certain things that I'll hit like a new checkpoint or a, something will, will happen and I'll be like, Oh fuck, I forgot about that. I, I knew that I forgot about that. I haven't experienced it in a while, but I, that I used to do this, you know, like, so how it started for me was I just started training. Uh, I was like, for me, I have a real big issue with food. I, I do. It's really hard for me to um, stay consistent for a long period of time. And I work in a restaurant that's barbecue and I love Jeez. meat, you know? So it's just, it's, it's fucking hard yeah. for me, man. I, I love food. Um, so first I just wanted to train because I would always work out Monday and Tuesday and then, uh, stop. I'd be too sore. I'd tweak something, whatever. Um, so I made this decision to take it slow and just do the things that I know I need to do to get movement back. Like, so yeah, yeah you're big on mobility, big yeah. on mobility, big on just doing the right thing, making the hard choice and scaling back. And I've kind of taken that approach now and now I'm getting, I'm pretty strong at eating at a deficit and all that stuff. But I just wanted consistency. So I knew that I could, without hurting myself, I could row 5K every day. That was how I got back into it. So hmm. I said, no matter what, no matter what, I'm going to row 5K every day. How long does it take you? Uh, it started at like 22 to 23 minutes. Uh, I got it down to like 1830. Like I started actually getting like a respectable time. Uh, and I rode every day for... I want to say like 61 days. Dang. I worked out 61 days in a row to start this thing. Wow. Um, he keeps going to sleep. I want to make sure that it doesn't fucking turn off. <laughs> First time recording a podcast on this uh, laptop. So uh, anyways, Fingers so I, crossed. I, I did that. And so I knew that no matter what, I was getting the work in that I needed to start seeing change. Right. Yeah. So I'd start out 5K. I was taking two and a half hours to finish my workouts because it would be 5K and then some type of like bodybuilding type supersetting and then some type of short conditioning. And then now I have it refined to, I stopped doing the 5k every day. Now I'm doing like legit CrossFit workouts, yeah. you know, nothing under 15 minutes, rarely, unless I go to a resolution and it's short, but, uh, 
I do um, GoWad pre and post workout protocol, which is basically it's a lot of they use the Theragun. Okay. So Theragun and band pre workout, Theragun post workout. I use the Hypervolt. Shout out Hyperice. What's up? I've been using that like Uh, religiously. I love it. I forgot how much I I use it every day. I loved it. Um, Then they have a daily protocol, so I do that at night before I sleep most nights. I've actually been kind of lazy for like the last two weeks. I've been doing it like twice a week instead of every day, but um, and then I'm doing. I'm pro I'm writing my own workouts now. Like I went from following some Jim Jones stuff to kind of finding things online, like different CrossFit gyms and friends that own gyms doing their workouts. And then now I'm actually programming out. So I'm like in, this is week four of six in like my first six week cycle, like how I used to write for my gym. Um, and now I'm training six days a week stretching pretty much every day. Uh, I was using a meal prep company for like two months that helped me get my portions under control. Uh, so I was just eating smaller portions and got that under control. Now I'm cooking my own food following the vertical diet, uh, like 90% uh, compliance. But the thing with the vertical diet is like, it's not like keto where like if you get knocked out, it takes a week to get back in, you yeah. know, like this should go right back. Yeah. So I'm eating smaller portions. Uh, I don't feel bad if I want to have like chips and guacamole. Um, I, I'll drink a glass of wine like every other week. Um, no beer at all. Um, I meant to bring the athletic brewing. That's okay. I wanted to try. I wanted to try it with you. I haven't tried. I'll I tried the. Uh, I'll get a pack of it. Uh, yeah. Not shout out. I don't know if I like it yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've just been trying to build little habits, little sustainable, consistent habits, and trying to make like a a quarter of a percent change every day, improvement. I think about it like logically we know things don't happen overnight but for whatever reason when we start doing things we expect them to happen overnight and we get down if things don't change or we get down if we fuck up and not realizing that like it just take like you said it was that one habit the 5k a day and that's what you started with like pick your one thing that you can do that you know we all have these linchpin habits that if we just focus on that thing it'll probably change the rest of our lives and now look how much you're doing in yeah. Fitness. And I mean, it really started it's last year. Uh, <laughs> September 30th was the last day I dipped. So I'm about to hit a year of no chewing tobacco. Wow. And then uh, I, I don't say I wouldn't say I have a bad habit with soda. I, I don't drink regular soda. I like diet soda. I like diet Coke. Um, but this year I decided like I'm not going to drink Coke for or any soda for Jan- January. And then I hit that and I just kept it going. I haven't had any soda this year. And then it gets fun. Yeah. Then it gets and now like, it's like, what else can I do? Success breeds success. You know? And then it was like, finally, like Mandy was like, dude, you are fat as fuck. <laughs> like change it or I'm fucking gone, you know? So I'm like, okay, you're right. And I don't feel good. So fat shaming worked. Fat shaming does work. And I, I think, and, and you know, in our last 10 minutes or so, this podcast, I kind of want to go over our goals for what we're going to uh, want, what we want to do with this podcast. Cause I have some ideas mm-hmm. and you know, back when we were doing it, it was just like sit down like how we have so far today. Yeah. But I really think that uh, we've always wanted to really do this. And I, yeah. I think there's a way for us to make this really happen. Um, but yeah, so it's been this progression. Like I got rid of like, what was the one thing I know like being overweight is unhealthy, but chewing tobacco is going to give you cancer. So I got rid of that, you know, and then like soda can cause pancreatic cancer. So I got rid of that. And then it was slowly. Now it's like, okay, now you've gotten those things and you've let yourself, you know, you've gone easy on yourself and with food and stuff. So now you actually have to fucking double down and, and go for it, you know? So I've been doing that. And now it's like, if I go, like I didn't work out Saturday and Sunday when it was 112 by Monday, I was going fucking crazy. Like I have to work out now. I haven't worked out today. I'm going to work out today when we're done. But, uh, now it's like, I have to train every day. I have to stretch. I have, like if I eat anything that's like too, too much like shitty oils or, too processed i physically get sick dude when you start realizing that shit isn't worth it like it doesn't feel good like getting drunk doesn't feel good like i still have a beer or two a day but like i don't ever overdo it i'm you know i don't really eat meat i don't eat dairy or anything else so i don't feel inflammatory but when i do have those days where i'm like oh fuck it i'm just gonna eat whatever i want every time i'm like fuck this isn't it doesn't work doesn't feel good no if i if i eat real ice cream now i'm toast I i can only really eat halo top now I've been eating a uh, Nata Moo. Shout out to them because they're fucking. Is awesome. it bomb? I've wanted to try Boston. it. They're really good. Uh, I've seen it. 
they did a great job marketing too because I tagged them in something and they sent me a hat and like a, a water bottle and like a coupon for free ice cream. I'm like, man, you guys spent like $13 and you got me for life. Like, and I'm freaking sharing it with everybody. Hell yeah. Uh, now, so I have my, my goals with this personally is I do want to talk more fitness. I mean, today we went down a lot of rabbit holes, but that's more because we haven't talked in a long time. But I definitely want to go down fitness because it is obviously important to us. We've been in the fitness industry since 2005, 2006. I mean, I, I got my first personal train license in 2001. So I've, we've always been interested in this. And I know this is what is going to save lives. Like, you know, obviously we need frontline healthcare workers. That's never going to not be a thing. But to prevent that shit for most people, like you look at the, the healthy, strong people in the gym, they didn't, they didn't get this. And they're probably not going to get the next thing, and they're not going to succumb to the shit that everybody in America is dying of. You know, heart disease, diabetes, uh, hypertension, all this shit that we can totally avoid. That's the thing that's insane. We can avoid this stuff. For sure. For sure. So so we're doing this in my garage gym, right? Yep. So all that to say, we don't really need a studio right now. No, perfect. We, we can get the film. We, we can figure out and get that part dialed in. However, we can do this mobily. We can go places and do this. So Even better. There's a couple things I want to do. I think it would be cool to monthly, because I want to do it weekly. Okay, I want to do a pot, I want to do episode at least once a week to start. It'd be rad to, out of the four weeks in a month, we feature a garage gym. Uh, we feature another gym, someone's gym. And the way we find these people is uh, we create cool content here, right, with what we're doing now. Um, but we also do challenges. We do physical challenges. And people who win, we'll go to their garage gym or their gym and feature them. And then I also want to make fun of people. I want to make <laughs> fun of things in the fitness industry. And, I'm and then excited about that so part. it'd be fun to find people to roast yeah. and then go to their gym and have them on the podcast and just talk shit with them. Assuming that they don't want to you know, fight us. Yeah. Except for Ryan Fisher. He's a douchebag. <laughs> we don't need to go there. Okay. But people that are easily roastable like him in his shitty content and then go interview them. And maybe he would be fun to have him on a podcast. Either. He was last, a cool guy when I hung out. He was cool. Carb challenge. Uh, <laughs> But it'd be fun to like find that's some. How we're, that's how we're ending this with that. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I think that would be. I like I like this. I like where this is going. I like the challenges. I definitely like roasting people. I like because in the at the end, I mean, like I, I don't mind being roasted. I want exactly. We, I don't either. Because at the end of the day, like people take themselves too seriously. For I spent sure. way too much of my life taking myself too seriously, and that is that shit is gone. Yeah, man. And also, like, challenge stand up again before the end of the year. I'm already I've got things lined up. I'm ready to do that shit again. Yeah. I assuming fucking, I assuming uh ah, fuck it. Governor Gruesome lets us go to comedy clubs <laughs> again. I'll just go to his comedy club because I'm sure that one will be open. Yeah, that'll be open. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um but yeah, that's uh, kind of uh I, I could totally see us doing that. I like this. So I like this was this was the perfect start. Yeah, this is easy day. Easy day. Um, ah, easy day. Are you are you down to end it with some type of music or something to roll out? Or do you want to just cut it? Just like in the middle of talking, just cuts. <laughs> well, like we used to say, all right, bye. But it'd be cool to like phase out with like something. I'm done with that. Yeah. I like either way. We got the sick ass intro. Get an outro. We could get an outro. That's been bigger than the meathead and it's up in your face. Something like that. Something I don't like know. that. That was it. Perfect. Um, done. Yeah. All right, well, bye. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) That felt good. That felt good. I like it.